It's All Her are excited to be partnering with Flash News Australia. Flash is a news streaming service delivering over 25 news channels straight to your device. Head to the link in our show notes to download Flash now. Welcome to It's All Her, the podcast for women who want to live simpler, better lives. I'm your host, Geordie Lucas. I'm the founder and editor of It's All Her. I'm a mum to a toddler and I was an actor in a previous life. Each week, I'm joined by a guest to talk about their life, their work, and of course, how they make life simpler and better. For the latest, head to itsallher.com or follow us on socials. Let's get to this week's episode. Welcome back to It's All Her. How are you? How has your week been? This week has been huge for us. Some of it I will touch on in this episode. Some of it will be in an episode later this week. But first off, our little girl started three-year-old kinder. Her first full day could not have gone any better. She's already made a little bestie and they're both Evies. It's really all I could have hoped for for her. The teachers asked us what our goals were for our kids, sort of socially and academically. And all we want is for kinder to be a place of fun for her. We're really not worried about academics. Am I the only one that thought it was strange that they were asking us what our goals were for her academically? I mean, she's three. It's Anyway, even though I knew she was having fun, I was still a nervous wreck the entire day. I spoke about this on my Instagram. So many of you will already know what I'm talking about here. And I got so many lovely messages from parents who could relate. Um, Even though they are professionals, this is still the first time that we have left Evie with strangers. And I am a self-confessed helicopter parent, so it is a challenge for me to relinquish control to anybody. So thank you if you sent me some words of encouragement. It was much appreciated. It's also been a big week around the world with the devastating earthquake in Syria and Turkey, which is just heartbreaking. There are some links in the show notes to organizations that you can donate to if you are willing and able to. I just know that I feel really helpless when I watch this on the news. So yeah, another piece of news that riled me this week was Kourtney Kardashian releasing a vitamin that apparently makes your vagina taste and smell sweet. Now, stay tuned for an episode on this later this week where I'm basically just giving myself 20 minutes to rant about this. That is the perks of having your own podcast. Seriously, I will be sharing my personal experience with these so-called feminine hygiene products. And I'm also going to get an actual doctor on here to have their say and give you some advice on how to clean your vagina. Spoiler alert, it is self-cleaning. You don't need to be spending your money on these things. Right, moving on, but definitely still on the topic of news. This week's guest, Lucy McLeod, is an accomplished journalist and the new face of Flash News Australia. We sat down to talk about the platform, how she played a key part in reporting the disappearance and discovery of little Cleo Smith, and why we are both done with hearing about Prince Harry's penis. Yep, we go there. Here is my chat with Lucy McLeod. 
Lucy McLeod, thank you so much for joining us on the show this week. You are the new face of Flash News. How has the year begun for you? Oh, it's been amazing. I mean, I just moved over from Perth and before that I was in London. So it's a nice change and Sydney's such a beautiful place to be and being part of the Flash team is obviously pretty exciting in itself as well. Yeah. So I want to hear all about the, the platform, but let's take it back to early life your early aspirations what was young Lucy like in her? <laughs> <laughs> young Lucy <laughs> a bit adventurous so um I first like I, I kind of always knew that I wanted to be in television whether it was acting or um reporting so I ended up going to Whopper and I did the broadcasting um course there so I was at uni for four years before I picked up and went to Queensland, lived in far north Queensland for probably about two years. And that's where I started my career, which was pretty good fun. Um, A lot of very interesting stories came out of Queensland. Uh, Then I moved back home and yeah, worked for Channel 9 as their crime reporter for three and a half years and then decided, all right, I'm going somewhere new. So I went to London for, yeah, probably just under a year and worked and lived there for a while, travelled around Europe and then got the call and and moved to Sydney. So I'm pretty um I'm pretty flexible person. I don't like to be in one place for too long. Yeah. <laughs> so you just mentioned that you were the crime reporter for for Channel 9. Yeah. And I know that you had a big part in breaking the story about little Cleo who was abducted. Can you tell me a bit about that? Well, that was an incredible story. I remember waking up every day for the Today Show just reporting, you know, how many days it had been since she was missing, what police were doing. And, and she'd been missing for days, like this little, mm. little tiny girl. Uh, she just disappeared from her tent. Her parents had no idea where she went. They just woke up and she had vanished. Uh, and, it was, and it was an intense time. A lot of people were pointing the fingers at the parents. A lot of people, you know, were speculating about what exactly had happened And then one day we woke up, it was 2am for the Today Show, something ungodly, and she had been found. Uh, Little Cleo Smith had been found just kilometres from her family home. Uh, And so she'd been abducted. Uh, So police had had managed to track her down, which is incredible because after such a long period, uh, typically children like that are are not found. Uh, so that was a pretty amazing story to be a part of, for sure. So I ended up flying up to Carnarvon as well uh, to help 60 Minutes out uh, and interviewed the parents, uh, had a ch- little chat to Cleo as well, and she's just the most bright, beautiful child. Yeah, it was it was wow. amazing to see it sort of come full circle. So Yeah. After she was found, I know that the parents did an interview with 60 Minutes and it sort of came out that, the public weren't told, but there was something about the zip, like they knew that someone had gone into the tent. Did you know that as a journalist and were not able to say anything? Yeah, there's a few things that we knew, like because of our chats with police that we we had to withhold from the public. But that does also make it quite hard because people are filling in the blanks and, you know, there's all these online commentators and online detectives that think, you know, yeah. got the answer. So that was really difficult. But that interview with 60 was interesting because you did get, you did get those blanks. You, you know, yeah. you sort of understood 
how hard it was for the family at the time copping all of this and behind the scenes they knew what was going on but couldn't really tell anyone they had to really remain as a quite a tight unit with police yeah so when you're reporting on on crimes and I imagine it would be quite hard to remain completely untouched straight down the middle Yeah. yeah we we covered a lot. I mean, as a crime reporter, you're going from one thing to the next, a murder, an assault, a death, anything, any tragedy that's happened mm. during the week. And it's one day after the next. And you're copying a lot of that secondhand trauma in a way because, you know, you're experiencing the, the crime scene or uh, the accident scene. You're chatting to the parents moments or the family moments after such a horrific tragedy so you're really Mm. feeling like the brunt of it 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 was quite a difficult job and one that I think does take a lot of energy and and you do have to really try and refocus yourself and reset as you go home and just try and remember that it's part of the job yeah (laughs) is it really hard to remain impartial when you're reporting on awful things that people have done and it just feels really unjust like is it hard to remain impartial I think the thing is you you do just remember that it is your job it's not your job to have an opinion it's not your job to try and sway your audience one way or another it's just Mm. purely factual you know you need to be able to deliver really balanced and trustworthy news because otherwise what's the point you know yeah no one will believe your product no one will believe you and trust you as a person and I think that's a huge thing Um, for journalists is being honest, being straight um, and being, having a balanced report really is the difference between getting the trust from your audience and, and, and not. Yeah. So tell me about becoming the new face of Flash. Tell me about the platform for our listeners who perhaps haven't come across Flash before. What is it? And um, what's your role? Flash is pretty exciting. It's a bit of a different thing that I'm used to. Basically, it's uh, a new streaming uh, app. So you get over 25 news channels in one place. It's all on an app. So you've got things like BBC, Sky News, CNN, uh, and all the rest of it. And you pretty much jump onto the app and you can access any news that you like. So you're always up to date. What I do is my own daily bulletin for Flash News. Um on top of that so you can access pretty much the top headlines of the day uh, and then we also go along to a lot of events and cover a lot of entertainment news as well so we did GQ Man of the Year we did the Arias uh, and you know movie premieres we went to Babylon that kind of thing so it's a bit of everything and it's a bit of fun it's a it's a cool part, thing to be a part of. It's Geordie here. Hope you are enjoying this week's episode. If you are loving this chat with Lucy, you would definitely be interested in our episode with Georgie Tunney from The Project. Don't forget to subscribe to stay up to date with the latest from It's All Her. Now let's get back to the episode. What stories are you passionate about reporting? I still love crime. I still really love it. I think that will always have... I will always be interested in that. And I think I will always sort of be drawn to those crime stories. Uh, But I love, I also love travel and entertainment and just the fun things that really bring out um, 
personality and and you're able to have fun on camera and uh things like uh we're going to be going to the sale grand prix in a couple of weeks so that's going to be fantastic to be able to jump on board with the crew and learn how to sail and learn what's what um yeah I love sort of the entertainment stuff where you get to chat to people beyond what you see on the screens, what you see in the movies and just get to know, know that who's behind the characters. So yeah, I love a bit of everything, but I am really, um, really interested in those sort of adrenaline pumping stories. So a lot of the weather, wild weather stories, I I really enjoyed those floods, cyclones, uh, bushfires and stuff like that. I I like action. They're pretty good fun. So we're only just at the end of Jan, but what have been some of the great stories of of 2023 so far? Um, well, Prince Harry's penis has been in the news oh, a lot, which Prince, was unexpected. Prince Harry and Meghan. I feel like that has just been in the media for so long. I'm yeah. so sick of them. You know, our audience can't get enough of them because they've, they've divulged so much of their life and they've put so much of their life out into the world that... We really didn't expect a lot of yeah. it from their docuseries was quite interesting, but we knew a lot of it. So when his book came out and then there were these really intimate details about his sex life, about being circumcised, about his brother and, and strange things. I mean, even yeah. um, how many people he'd killed in the war came out. That was, no one expected him to reveal that. Which I found really bizarre. I feel like he's put a target on his back by divulging that. Surely people would have been advising him maybe that's not the safest thing to do. Yeah, I think it's a very interesting thing. to. I have a lot of friends who are in, you know, the military special forces and Mm -hmm. they never talk about that. They would never describe someone they've killed as a chess piece. Mm. I find that distasteful. So have mm. they. And I think that's why there's such backlash because it didn't come across very, yeah, it didn't come across very well. And I, I, I don't know who actually read over his book um, before, <laughs> before it published because there was yeah. a few things in there that are quite questionable. It was bizarre. Just the level of detail about his penis was just... <laughs> I just no one needed to know that (laughs) no one needed to know I was saying you know I I think I could have gone my whole life without knowing any of that about other regions (laughs) totally and for for a couple who left the UK seeking privacy they've not really no they've given it all away and that's my wonder as well is I mean, what's, what's next? What's left to give You've given mm. everything away? You've sold your entire life. Is anything left private? Yeah. Just you and just your intimate partner. I think that's a really interesting fact as well is that you almost feel like, you know, too much and yeah. that their life is almost just, I don't know, their information is just so easily given away and given up. Mm. Whereas I find that stuff so precious and so important to keep to yourself. I agree. I agree. Well, I'm looking forward to uh, seeing what you get up to with Flash uh, in the future. But at It's All Her, we are all about making life simpler and better for women. How do you do that for yourself? 
I think it's all about just making sure you know what makes you you and what fills your cup. If you, you know, like for me, I'm I'm very very adventurous, very into adrenaline pumping things. And if I focus my downtime on those things, I'll make sure that I am still being true to myself amidst any kind of chaos that's going on. So if you're making sure you leave time for yourself and not getting caught up in doing things for other people all the time or pleasing other people, do the things that you love that make you most you hang out with the people that make you feel the most seen and the most excited about life because that's where you're going to generate all your happiness from. I love that. Thank you so much (laughs) for your time, Lucy. I will have all the links to Flash in the show notes. We'll chat soon. Chat soon. Thanks so much, (laughs) Jordi. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of It's All Her. If you have loved this episode, please rate, review and subscribe wherever you listen and stay tuned for our next episode where I sit down with Tammy Soglanich from Lux Listing Sydney. Chat soon.